Oh, it's a mess up here. Somebody should really clean that. I clean when I'm nervous or stressed. So if I start just tidying, that's why. <laughs> I'm going to kick that a time or two, so I'll just move that. So good morning. Are we good? You're all still with me? You haven't left because you saw a rack and left? No, you're still here. So good. And this morning we are going to be um, in, well, we're going to be all over, but we are going to start in Genesis 12. But I would like to open in prayer. Holy Father, we praise you. We thank you for who you are. We thank you that you are here. You, we thank you that you see us. And God, we thank you and praise you that you do not fail. And you are good to your promises. And you are faithful through generations. And God, we give you ourselves this morning. We give you all that we are. In Jesus' holy and precious name, amen. Okay, so this morning we're going to start in Genesis 12, um, the first five verses. <clears throat> the Lord had said to Abram, leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram left as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated and the people they had acquired in Haran, and they set out for the land of Canaan, and they arrived there. The end. Sermon over. Wouldn't that be something? If that's where that story ended, they went, they did what God said, they arrived there, done. <laughs> but nope. There's a whole lot more to that story. Oh, and today I was asked to talk about um, family and the hot mess that it can be. I don't know if he took one look at me and said, she, she's got a family that's a hot mess, so let's have her do it. But here I am. But... Let's do a quick synopsis of this story, okay? Would you stick with me? I feel like, have you ever watched um, the beginning of a show that's been a long time running and they do like a 30-second synopsis at the beginning and it's like the quickest version of what could have happened? So stick with me, okay? 
So next, Abram takes his family to Egypt because there's great famine in the land. And um, as they're getting into Egypt, he turns to his wife and he says, Sarai, you are so beautiful. Just what every woman wants to hear, right? And um, But then he follows it up with, every man's going to want you, so we're going to pretend to be siblings so that they don't kill me to try and have you as their wife. And so they go into Egypt, and sure enough, they pretend to be siblings, and Pharaoh wants um, Sarai as his wife, and so he decides to um, do that, and he treats Abram really well and Sarai really well. And then God inflicts disease upon Pharaoh because of this evil thing that happened, and Pharaoh is not happy, so he asks Abram and Sarai to move on, and needless to say, we fast forward, and they leave Egypt, and now Abram and Lot are very well off, and they've had a lot going on, and they've gained a lot of possessions. They start bickering and quarreling and getting upset with one another, and Abram goes, okay, brother, this can't happen. We need to um, part ways because we can't keep bickering and quarreling like this. And um, so uh, then Lot chose to set up camp near a couple cities, Sodom and Gomorrah. Sounds like a great place to set up camp. And so he does that, but it was a wicked place. And so things went down, and he gets held captive, and Abram has to go save his little behind from Sodom and Gomorrah. And in this mayhem, in the midst of all of it, God comes to Abram. And in Genesis 15, 5 and 6, he says, Look up at the heavens and count the stars, and if indeed you can count them. Then he said, So shall your offspring be. And Abram believed what the Lord had said. And then 10 years go by, and Abram's old, but he was already not super young. He was 75 when he left Haran. And this is like 10 years later. Um, And so he's a little more along. And um, Sarai says, dude, it's been 10 years. There's no way. I'm pretty sure there's a translation that says dude. And I'm just just kidding. But she, she said, there is no way this is happening. So we must need to do something about this. So I need you to take my maidservant and be with her and start the family. And so Abram does that, and they had Ishmael, and then a whole lot of jealousy happened. And then God comes back and says, okay, Sarai is pregnant. So then she has Isaac, and then there's Ishmael and Isaac. It gets a little, and they send Ishmael away. And then God comes back and renames Abram and Sarai to Abraham and Sarah. He renews his covenant and says, remember the descendants I promised you? Isaac. They're going to be through Isaac. And he renews his covenant. There you go. That's 10 chapters of Genesis. Woo, we made it, guys. Thanks for sticking with me. Um, 
But look how far we came. Look how much chaos there was even in that little, little tiny bit. I only recapped 10 chapters of the Bible for you just there. There are a whole lot of other dysfunctional families within Scripture. It's loaded. I mean, David was known as a man after God's own heart, but look at that dysfunction if you follow his story. Go read about it. There are so many stories that you could, could recap. We could spend days recapping just the biblical stories, let alone adding our own family drama. We could be here forever. But here is the important part in all of this. This is what you need to remember, that wherever you are, whatever generational stuff you are carrying, however lost you've gotten, however buried you have become, whatever mess your crazy Uncle Larry has recently gotten you, you guys into, whatever horrible poor decision you made yesterday or even this morning on your way to church, none of it is too far gone for God to redeem it. He has so much more for you. He has so much more for you. So naturally, I want to talk about mold. And you're probably thinking, Bobby, the sermon is a hot mess. So when are we going to get on with it? But um, I want you to stick with me here, okay? Mold. In 2010, there was a group of scientists in Japan who published a, an experiment um, about um, a, a specific species of slime mold called Physarum polycephalum. All of you know it, yes? Um, it is also more commonly known as the blob. So any of you who know the blob, it is this slime mold culture. And um, what they did in this experiment was they took a single-celled um, slime mold creature and surrounded it with bits of food particles in the shape of the city of Tokyo. And then they watched it for 24 hours. And over the course of this 24 hours, the results were kind of crazy. Because what happened was like in the first eight hours, the mold like thinned out and became kind of like this oil-like thing where it just kept thinning out and spreading out until it kind of like engulfed and wrapped itself around all of the little food particles. And then, this is the crazy part. Then it started to organize because it found all the food it could. And once it couldn't find any more food, it started to organize and it created this complex 
um, network of little nutrient tubes that go to each of the food particles. And it interconnected them in all the most efficient routes possible to distribute the vital nutrients that it needed. And after 24 hours, you know what they found? That it had interconnected itself in the most efficient way possible, that it looked almost identical to the map of the Tokyo railway system. This is mold. So what's the point of this? Um, I promise you I'm getting there. So um, this has to do with wisdom. Because nature, nature at its very core, is constantly glorifying God by doing exactly what it's created to do. With one exception, humans. We are a defiant bunch. But nature, every bit of nature that God created exists to do what it is called to do. Psalm 19.1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. And then we have the Pharisees trying at Jesus' triumphal entry, tr trying to quiet the people. And what does Jesus say? He says, if those people do not cry out and praise my name, what's going to happen? The stones will cry out. Because they were made to glorify God. Look outside. Every tree you see grows tall and lifts its hands and claps to the Father above. Nature at its very core was created and exists to glorify the Father. The slime mold didn't know things. It didn't have a brain. But it knew that it needed, it had two goals. It needed to survive and it needed to grow. And it did was it, what it was supposed to do. So it spread out to gain knowledge because that's essentially wisdom. Wisdom is the quality of having experiences, knowledge, and good judgment. See why I said humans don't necessarily fix, fit into this category all that well naturally. The mold was doing what it was created to do, survive and grow. And every bit of creation has set out to do the same thing. But as humans choosing to glorify God, is not what we gravitate to because we don't want to be uncomfortable. We run as far away from uncomfortable as we can, hence our hot mess, because we've done what we want to do. 
look at one more bit of creation. Proverbs 6, 6 says, Go to the ant, consider her ways, and be wise. An ant, by its very nature, is a slow worker. It's a slow worker, and she works day in and day out, and she gathers food for weeks, for months, gathering, toiling, working, slow, but doing it. Ants are not known for their strength, although they can hold ten times their body weight, I will say. Random fact. But they're not known for their strength. They're known for their diligence. They are known for their slow, persistent diligence. Have you ever toppled over an anthill and noticed that immediately they kick two and they're like running around trying to reassemble immediately? And then you come back the next day and there's like 18 more of those hills because they do not give up. Ants are doing what they were created to do, and that was to work and to survive and do it, and they're doing it. And much of us, much of our dysfunction, much of our chaos, our hot mess, comes from the fact that we have not fully accepted and embraced what we are called to do. We have not always chosen to walk the walk that we were created for. And boy, have we made a mess. We've tried for so long to go in our own way. I remember being a teenager, and I was not nice to my mom as a teenager. I, I was very, um, I could yell at my mom with the, with the best of a teenager. Um, I, I was not kind in the way I should have been kind and respectful to my mother. And I remember um, a specific quality of mine is that, okay, we had a dog. And this is just one of many, but um, I would be about to go feed the dog. And my mom would be like, Bobby, you need to go feed the dog. And I was just about to do it, but I would purposely take 10 extra minutes to go do it because I was not going to think that, I didn't want my mom to think that she told me to do it, so that's why I did it. I was going to be a booger and wait the 10 extra minutes, even though I was literally getting up to go do it, and then she said it, so I'm like, well, now I'm not doing it. I did that a time or two, and I'm sorry, Mom. I love you. <laughs> but we so badly want to go our own way sometimes that we dig our heels in. So how do we get back from that? How do we fix the hot mess that we've created? And that starts by turning back to this, this beautiful love letter of a book right here. So if you will turn with me 
to Ephesians 5, 15 to 17. We are going to read that. So, be very careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Okay. Here's the answer. We got to refocus. We got to recenter. So if we're to live as wise and be creatures who glorify God with all that we are, then we need to pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off and remember some things that we've been taught. We need to remember wisdom. So I'm going to give you four things that you need to remember about wisdom. Okay? The first is that wisdom is an attribute of God. We will never be as wise as God. We will never get there. No matter how hard you try, we will never be as wise as God. But we are to remember that we were created in his image. That we were not to be him, but to be like him. And just as we can grow in holiness, we can grow in wisdom. It's a lifelong journey. Proverbs 2 tells us to seek after wisdom, and as we grow, wisdom will come into our hearts. Wisdom is a treasure that we are never supposed to stop pursuing. We are called to seek after it, which leads me to my second point, that wisdom fears God most. Romans 1, Paul is confronting the unrighteous and he says, although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. We must fear God first. That's what we are called to do. We are to, called to fear God first. Proverbs 9.10 says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So to fear God means to honor him and to remember that you are not God. He is. He is God and we are not. That is fearing God. Recognizing who he is and who we are. Number three, wisdom obeys God. Simply put, it goes this way. If you fear God as God, and you know who he is, and he is God, then you need to obey him. Have you ever heard that honor your father and your mother? Obey them? If we're going to fear God, we need to obey him. If we know what's right and loving and God-honoring and we still don't do it, that's what folly is, and that's going to reap you a fool's reward. 
that's not going to get us anywhere because obedience is key. Obedience. And number four, wisdom is a sign of maturity. Some wisdom will come through trial and error. Some comes with age and time. But we are called to keep pursuing it as the treasure that it is. At the end of the day, we all mess up. We've all added to the hot mess. We've all contributed to the chaos and dysfunction in our own families. We've all done it. Families don't get the way that they are without everybody contributing. We've all fallen short. But at the end of the day, we have the choice to pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off and take a step in wisdom. It's a journey and sometimes a very, very long, gruesome, hard, difficult one. But it is always there and it's always waiting for us to take that next step. So this is my challenge to you. What is one step that you are going to take? How are you going to fear God and love others this week? How are you going to keep your eyes fixed the next time the hot mess is taking over? God never forgot about his covenant with Abraham. He never forgot it. Shoot, he renewed it again with Abraham. Then he renewed it with Isaac. Then he renewed it with Jacob. For generations, God did not forget. God does not forget his promises. And he hasn't forgotten you. He hasn't forgotten any single person in this room. He sees you. He values you. He cherishes you. He loves you. He knows you. He sees you. we need to fix our eyes up and hold fast and I pray that this week you will begin to grow in wisdom and knowledge that he has for you that you won't stay stuck in the hot mess and that you will be who he created you to be. And that starts with him. So would you pray with me? Holy Father, I love you so much. And I pray that that your words in your heart would be so evident this week 
that we would take a step, even if it's uncomfortable, one step towards you this week, God. And then next week that we would take another one. And the next week we would take another one. And God, that we would run chasing after you and your wisdom and your heart. Because God, you are so good. You are so faithful through all generations and you are the same. So God, I pray that we would see you just as you see us. In Jesus' holy, 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 precious name. Amen.